Hello and welcome to the Pixel Perfect Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Mike. And I'm Lisa. So on take two, Mike didn't choke on the intro. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 you don't need to tell anyone about that. No, I'll just leave this as the main Choke edit. on what? Well, we got, hang on, we yeah. got 22 <laughs> seconds in and yeah. there's already a knob gag. Okay, so on today's show, we have our usual introductions. We have the new segment and our main topic is the effect of violent video games on empathy. Uh, this is brought up, uh, subject actually by Lisa. Yeah. Thank you to I fucking love science and on their Facebook and their publication mm-hmm. of an article related to a journal article which we'll talk about. Then we've got what we've been playing, and then da, 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 the Amazon one star review quiz. Bum, 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 bum. I'm determined to win it this time. Yeah, yeah, I will. I don't want to sleep on the sofa, so Lisa wins. That's cheating, Chris. No, that's called natural selection. <laughs> Do you want me to put like fixation <laughs> all over your chair and? No, put computer. a what over his Capsation. chair? Capsation. Oh. No, Lisa. I thought you meant something I else. I don't do that in the office. It has been done before, <laughs> but not by me. I know somebody who did that at work frequently, all the time. And anyway, <laughs> so into our first segment, the news. So, welcome to our news segment. We're starting off the news um, today with the latest breaking um, bit of information on the new Warner Brothers game, Shadow of War, the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. The Shadows of Mordor, can't remember which Shadows one. Shadows of Mordor? That makes more sense, doesn't it? Shadows of Mordor. So, a um, couple of days, well yesterday actually, they released the first 16 minutes of full gameplay onto the internets. This was originally on IGN, I believe. Yes, probably. But by this time, it's spread everywhere. You can probably just look it up on Facebook and find it. So I th- I, that's where I saw it. Yeah. It was on so have you seen feed. it, Lise? Did we no. mention? Did we mention uh, about how this came about first? Well, what the Shadows did? of War. How the Shadows of War um, release date was leaked. Oh, yes. Because Target course. messed up again. again. Oh, yeah. And God of War. So the cat is coughing in the background. Okay. Good kitty. <laughs> um, Mr. Yeah. Kitty! So Target's release, Target's accidentally released the release date, which was swiftly followed by an official announcement of the game. Um, it was lucky they had everything ready. The, yeah. the trailer and everything was ready to go. I'm assuming that Target missed like 24 hours or something like that. Or a week. Some, some Something silly. Someone in their IT department messed up and yeah. accidentally put it on their website. Yeah. So... So yeah, we've we've seen you've haven't seen the sixteen minutes, have you, Chris? I've watched it. You've watched it. Good. I haven't. You just said you have. No, I saw it on Facebook and oh, said see. to myself, "I'll watch it later," and I haven't. So what did you think of it, Chris? It looks like they've built upon the original. Like they've taken yeah. they've like the dragon, for instance, like oh, the the, yeah. the the Nars not the Nazgul, what's it called, Fell Beast, Drake, actually. Yeah, it's a Drake. But yeah, getting <laughs> to ride one of them, so it's like. Skyrim, but better. I I really I really well. If this is actual gameplay and they're not lying to us, like Warner Brothers, it is alpha lies. footage. Yeah, but you know, what does that the mean? Who, these are the people who brought us Batman. You know, eight eight eight. Watch Batman. it. What yeah, the, the that um, game that worked perfectly on PC on release? No, they also brought us Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, which were brilliant. Is this what I played? And I just kept just bumping into things. Batman bat- Arkham Knight, yes. Oh, terrible! I was terrible. The game was fine. It's just they're not they're 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 um they're they're not well known for supporting their games properly, or actually mm. releasing them properly. But we'll see. Yeah, I like it because they seem to have taken the Nemesis system, and expanded on it. So now not only do you have a Nemesis system for your enemies, but you have a sort of. Uh, I'm loath to call it a Nemesis system, but let's call it a Nemesis system for your allies. So you recruit people. And they like you depending on how you act, and yeah, and they can betray you, and they cannot betray you, and that sounds like a really good addition <coughs> because you don't want to just be outrightly all powerful. Like when you inserted sleeper agents into the ranks of yeah. uh, Shadows of Mordor, you just win. Once you have a couple of shadow agents oh. or mind control dudes in the ranks of the orcs, you you can just oh look, civil war, knock half yeah. of them out. They they they've expanded on that as well, which I really like because you can send in a spy into a fortress. And that spy is specifically positioned that he can help you when you're fighting. Remember that guy that shot the I can't remember what the warlord was called. 
but he shot that necromancer orc in the face. Yes. With a bolt. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So you can. Okay. So he was. He was. Imp- he was planted there. That's pretty good. And he also had that big explosive thing. Um, just from 16 minutes, they've sold me on the game. It is a very good... Uh, they've, in my opinion, what Shadows of War has done has taken the original concept and used it to explore so much more. It's, yeah. it's still Shadows of Mordor, but with so much more adi- added into it. Yeah, they've taken... Shadows of Mordor was original because of its nemesis system, but really and truly the gameplay wasn't... Open world, liberate places, destroy strongholds. It, it was, wasn't revolutionary. Yeah, it was very similar to other games of the time. But now they seem to have built on it. So they've sort of trialed... Shadows of Mordor was a trial test, and now they've moved on to actual new gameplay. Yeah, I, I'm actually looking forward to this, because it's one game yeah. franchise that I really like. And I like Lord of the Rings anyway. Who doesn't? Can I just ask, what's wrong with being all-powerful? Well, it's okay to be queen in this house, isn't it? That's gonna be. That's gonna be. I'm. I'm not joking. My wedding ring is gonna have the one ring engraved. Oh yeah, on it. We, we, yeah. We, we've agreed yeah. that I'm allowed that. You're allowed that. I'm gonna have yeah, it made in allowed. made in he's platinum, allowed. and then engraved with one ring he's to rule allowed. them all. So it could be ironic though, because it could be her ring we're talking about, or it could be mine. We never know. I could make so many jokes about binding. So oh, Michael. <laughs> I'll move on to my news, <laughs> which is more family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the Nintendo Switch was launched. Woohoo! And it's crap. <laughs> right, no dis- Are you surprised? No, I'm not, because I was never down with the whole... As soon as I saw the concept, I was like, you're releasing another portable game system, aren't you? Which you can just like plug into your TV. Yeah. So what? Actually, it's, what's the... Um What's the take on number of consoles available? Because Nintendo seems to like have this thing about putting two consoles in a store. You can still buy them. You can still buy them, okay. I don't know exactly how many consoles are shipped to the UK, but there's. I know I could still go on Amazon and buy one. Okay. I've never played it, and I've never wanted to play them. See, I think Nintendo you wouldn't get into now unless you're a fan of their games because they don't make original content at all anymore. Mm. Yeah, there's this new Zelda game, which is new. Yeah, but it's Zelda. But it's Zelda. Mm. It, I just don't care. Um, I, I really don't. I just It doesn't excite me. It's just like... It looks like I baby's first... Like, all Nintendo games to me, I'm going to offend a lot of people. Oh, dear. No, but to me, they're... they're brilliant oh they were brilliant like super mario world and whatever all the oh original yeah. donkey kong brilliant but it hasn't evolved enough at all did you know nintendo was sued by the king kong copyright holders over donkey kong for using the word kong because they said it was a rip-off of king kong it blatantly is yeah but they won the lawsuit but anyway because nintendo <laughs> has a massive <laughs> bank of lawyers no because king kong the mind shit is like whatever but anyway um but i've heard a lot of complaints about this console nintendo has a habit of selling the same games again and again and again and again Mm. and they've now released something like playstation plus or xbox live but unlike both systems where you get free games permanently as long as your subscription is active they've done it where they're renting you a game oh no so you get to play it so it's like us getting a playstation plus game for two weeks and then taking it away no No. oh no i couldn't deal with that so that's that's Nintendo. Nintendo seems to have a very strange way of doing business. That's really bad because if you pay for something, like I don't play games every day, so if I have like three games or four games that I'm playing currently, I could be playing them f- for ages. Yeah, so yeah. if I have a game for two weeks, am You've I not actually? Yeah, but I don't want to. Bl- that's not how I want to play. No, so that's taking choice no, away from me. Like, I want to play my game when I want to play my game. You see, I'm thinking Nintendo's, like, targeting a lot of East Asian countries where mm. people have very long transit times. Yes. And so they've got yeah. this portable game thing and they're just playing, I don't know, Super Mario World every day, going and coming from work, which is, like, four hours, five hours a just day. Just play they can read a book. F- play, play games on your phone. Like, hey, day. The thing is, I wonder, actually, in pure <laughs> computing power, how powerful is the Switch compared to, say, a... Uh, current generation iPad. No idea, to be honest with you. But my news specifically is about the launch issues that have been flagged up all over the internet. I've mm-hmm. just sort of made a few notes that um, 
You made notes, people. I know. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, Dedication whoa. to the everybody, podcast. Everybody, everybody <laughs> sit up straight. I'm professional. <laughs> Dr. Chris is about to give us a lecture. Dr. Chris. So, yeah, damn right. You have to address me as doctor. Well, you get letters. I do. <laughs> it's really strange. To Dr. Chris. <laughs> I, do, I, I do rude. <laughs> I, I don't get rude no, emails yet. I don't yet. open them, you see. Well, you I can't. You so. I could send him a rude letter tonight. <laughs> Dear yeah. Doctor. And then just expletives <laughs> constantly. <laughs> so, yeah, Nintendo Switch, the left Joy-Con. Who calls a controller a Joy-Con? Is that what's... Oh, my God. Yeah, the left Joy-Con desyncs because... Um, it sounds like it should be something else, not a game console thing. It's a... They've got... The yeah, Joy-Con. I'm, I'm going to continue really talking juvenile. to keep this family friendly. Mm-hmm. No, but, no, but, no, but I didn't think of that. And a Joy-Con. Normally thinks of that. But, um... I don't know, it just sounds a bit juvenile to me. N- that's Nintendo for you. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's really like? Yeah. It's just Nintendo, I think, at the moment, are being made currently just for fanboys. Yes. They're, it's a nostalgia mm. crowd. Like, we had to bat Rob's hands away from the internet today because he wants to buy one. I was like, just buy PlayStation VR. Otherwise, you're but I thought that's what you wanted to buy. No, he, oh. wa- he wants a Nintendo Switch. Because it's, it's nostalgia. For example, I would love to play... I, w- I would be tempted if I had played Zelda as a child... But I never did. Oh, we know some people that have who are really into it. Yes, yes, we mm. do. Yes, we do. <laughs> but no, see, but, but I've him. played. I've played a lot of Super Mario Land when I was a child, mm. and I can see if I didn't have, if I still didn't have my Game Boy, mm. I would be tempted to like try and p- find some a system where I could play it on again. Yeah, it's called an emulator online. <laughs> no, I still have my Game Boy. I just when I went home last, I put four batteries in it and I played it again. Yeah. But yeah. that's the point. You play it on the console it was intended, not a base, not kind of just remaking your same intellectual property um, over and over again. Yeah, I know Assassin's Creed, ha ha. But it's not an old IP. It's not like I'm no, rebooting. But joking apart, Assassin's Creed at least has a different. Whether you like it or not, they've got different stories. Yeah, it's a story. Mm, yeah. okay, so their left Joy-Con desyncs because they don't have a dedicated Bluetooth aerial in it, unlike the right hand one. Okay. Yeah, well done, Nintendo. Their their Why official advice, about? by the way, was to keep it away from microwaves, mobile phones, metal boxes. Basically, just keep it away from everything that could interfere with the signal. So go back to 19th century. Yeah. Design flaw that I just, I can't help but laugh at. The charging port, as, as we all know, the Switch has a square screen. You can yeah. stand it on a table. The charging port is on the bottom of that screen. Well done. So you can't charge it and play it. The That's... E- that's okay. ridiculous, isn't it? It's a stupid... When Considering the SD card port is on top, you could yeah. just switch them around. Because you're not going to want to take your SD card out while you're playing. Which brings me to another point. Um, there is no data backup on it to the cloud. So if that console breaks, that's everything of yours gone. That's nice. Everything is tied to your console. How bad is that? Yeah, but it's what what are you going to store on it? What, like... Your games on Mario or whatever. Or yeah, Zelda. that means a lot some, to people. Like some certain people, yeah, that would... That would be hours of gameplay. That's like us investing 100 hours in The Witcher. People do stuff like that on Mario and Zelda and other stuff. But another thing is dead pixels on the LCD screen, which Nintendo Ooh. officially said that this is a characteristic of LCD. I beg to differ. I've got like a five, six-year-old TV downstairs, LCD. Perfect. Oh, wait, it was made by Samsung, not Nintendo. So What's wrong with LCD? Nothing. No, nothing. They, d- they just tried to fob people <laughs> off, I think. Uh, also, there's been quite a few blue and orange screens to death. People about black, about dead pixels when what the consoles what two three days old. I mm. I don't know. I just it seems like their launch was a bit of a flop. Don't Surprise. get me wrong. I've read quite a few reviews about Breath of the Wild, which have been good. Um, I understand it's they've expanded Zelda into a 3D world and it's gone down well. It actually has. People who don't like Zelda games have gone. Oh, this is actually quite fun. But to me, it's still a bit juvenile. It's not juvenile. I know what you mean. You associate it, well, like me, you associate it with being five, six years it, old. With being a child again, yeah. which is fine. Like, I'm when Crash Bandicoot comes out, I'm going to buy that remastered collection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, if I had, as I said, if somebody remastered Dungeon Keeper, I'd be all out and buy it. Yeah. Oh, I need to play that. But the original Dungeon Keeper. Original Dungeon oh. I think I still have a disc somewhere. Is it old? How old is it? Yes. Emulator. yes. Is it really old? 1995? It's really like the hospital. It doesn't matter. The it, it honestly the rather poor graphics really don't matter. Um. So okay. yeah, Nintendo Switch's launch was a bit of a fl- actually. While we're on Nintendo Switch, have you seen you know the one two Switch party game? Oh Jesus Christ! Have you seen the advert for that? Which game are we referring to in that bundle? There was a lot of them. You just look milk. 
I'm sorry. Yes. Have you seen, Lisa, have you seen this? No. There's, the Joy-Cons are really small, about small handheld things like that. Imagine you're milking a cow. Imagine that hand motion. Oh, God. Okay. You have to compete against someone to milk a cow in a game. Yeah. Um, for the listeners at home, Lisa is just making very aggravated masturbatory hand motions. Yeah, that's literally it. And this is supposed to be a party <laughs> game. That's so stupid. The whole, the whole advert for Nintendo <laughs> Switch. It's painful. It's That's odd. amazing, though. It's, it's <laughs> ordinary. It's not odd of you Japanese. How, how, how about that? <laughs> so it's just like everybody's playing this game at a party, and it, it just seems so forced that it's not natural. It's awful. Yeah, it seems to be... T- they don't seem to have targeted the Western world very well. I'm just looking up the trailer. I need to show it to these. Japanese. Are you, what, what do you mean, Japanese? What's the word for when, it's, when something's really... Is it kawaii? when it's really cute like but they don't have they don't even have space for people let alone cows there so why is this a thing how is that a thing then no it's these sort of party games that they try and not force on you they tell you you should like to play like if say you me oh it's it's like a fad thing so it's like a new thing that everybody plays because it's it's kind of like guitar hero when we all used to play okay don't diss guitar hero no i love guitar hero it's It's so silly one two switch yeah Actually, we will come back to that. We'll come back to Lisa's thoughts on that in the what we've been playing section. We need yeah. to come back to Guitar Hero full stop. Well, let's, um, let's, if you want to buy Guitar Hero Live, then go for it. Let's um, let's have a small. Um, oh, I'm so tempted. Interval, <laughs> and we'll show Lisa the advert. And let's have a quick reaction to it. Okay, I haven't seen this, so this will be fun. Okay, so we'll go for a quick break. We'll show Lisa the advert, and she can talk about it in the what we've been playing section coming up after our main topic. Welcome back. So today's episode was suggested by Lisa. Oh, are we? Are we? By the way, are we going to get Lisa's uh, reaction to the trailer first? No, we will talk about that in our in our what we've been playing okay. section. So she can sit, oh. she can sit on it and stew for a few minutes. I'm I'm stewing, pretty yeah. Good good. Yeah. So our main topic today uh, is we are going to talk about the long term effects of violent video games on empathy in people. Yeah. This was suggested by Lisa after we all read... There's an article on I Fucking Love Science about this specific thing. So there's a study published in the Frontiers of Psychology journal, which I've done some digging on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My scientific brain went, right, let's actually see how valid this is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't care less. Yeah, but th- you can't... You have to validate what you read. Oh, jeez. All right. So... So previous studies, um, we all know Scientists. this, that people have said that um, video games will desensitize people to violence and such like. We've all heard this. That's, that's been popular and unfounded for a very long time. In a quote from the article, previous studies have controversially pointed at a link between gaming and lack of empathy, but they often examine only the short-term effects. The latest study, published in the journal Frontiers in Psychology, which is Impact Factor 2.463, for people who do not know what we're talking about, impact means how sighted it is. <laughs> Thanks, Chris, for using a word. The, the I'm using words. No, um, it's a marker of how widely read the public, the journal is. So this one's shit. It's not. It's not shit. It's, it's poor. It's poor. It, and apparently, okay. it's the second most cited journal in the field of psychology which just shows how valid that field is but um <gasps> whoa <laughs> oh, tone it down I, shots fired from someone with a phd in medicine Ooh, i don't think psychology is a real science <laughs> well <laughs> stop measuring your dicks come on that's an ego lisa what your dick my dick is proportional to my ego yeah that's true Wait. Oh, that was just a compliment. Oh, that was actually a compliment. No, no, no. I mean, he's got a tiny ego, hasn't he? Microscopic. Nah, that's, that's so a problem. The team led by <laughs> Dr. Gregor Sizik from Hanover Medical School in Germany looked at the long-term effects of violent video games on empathy, and they found no correlation over the longer term. Yeah, but we've known this for years. But I think it's a fact we had to prove it because this has been thrown around a lot that 
oh, if you let your child play... It's the media, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's fear-mongering. Really? Yeah. It's because people make correlations with things, like mm. all shooters have played GTA V. Well, um, GTA V is very popular. Yeah. And people who have violent tendencies tend to go for shooting games. But that's the same with anything. It's like Cor- saying... Okay. Yeah, but correlation doesn't... All Muslims are terrorists. You know, uh, that's it's not it's true, yeah. but it's just people still say that or think yeah, that yeah. It, it's especially just, it, in a it's just certain always country pick up like student so-and-so 18 year old male has shot somebody in america say um and they say oh he used to play gta mm. 5 yeah probably if he you also ate a mcdonald's burger once mm, probably yeah, if you take most yeah. 18 year old males in, Amer- in the united states they um they would have played gta 5 yeah and a shooting game people who are have a tendency to want to shoot people will play a shooting game yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that the shooting game is causing them to want to shoot people. They already want to shoot people. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. We've known this for a long time, but people still keep on shouting about, ban this game, ban this. The thing is, it's, the same, it's the same thing as like the whole anti-vaccine movement. Yeah. It's unfounded. It's, 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 it's so... It's all in someone's mind. Yeah, you cannot find. You have to prove with evidence and observation that what you're saying is true. Otherwise, you are hurting people in a different way. Like obviously, vaccine. If you don't vaccinate, you kill people, yeah, which yeah. is ridiculous. But, but yeah, okay, it's not going to hurt or kill anyone like banning games, but it's going to severely impact a freedom of speech and b the, mm. the amount of man hours that people have put into developing a game. Uh, yeah, and money and you know. So that that the, what they said was the. They interpret their uh, results as evidence against the desensitization hypothesis and suggests that the impact of violent media on emotional processing may be rather acute and short-lived. Yeah. Which I, I would agree with. In the heat of the moment, mm. in a like you play Battlefront, for instance, you might swear yes. as if you get quite angry and really into it. That's really short-lived, But though. it's a game. I know. I think it's to do with you can disassociate yourself in reality and then in a gaming situation but then if someone has these lines blurred for some unknown reason or known reason or they just have a tendency yeah yeah, but then it's unfair to play it that's a different story okay let's say we they get their way and they ban all violent games like no um no gta 5 no shooting games nothing everything's it's all little big planet yeah then can't they find a violent book or watch television? Ban it all. Right. Actually, so in this short like introductory section, you guys have hit on nearly every point I wanted to b- bring up, oh. which is interesting, which we'll, we'll, we'll dissect it a bit and talk about it. I have another point. Like, people who listen to heavy metal are all Satanists. Yeah, especially yes. in this I house. want to kill children. Gorgoroth. But that's what people try and do. They, they they try to pick on certain things that they think define people, put it into these little brackets so they can sort of find a reason for why people do the things they do. It's but like it's human nature. You want to understand why do people do this? So they go, oh, okay, well, it must be this. There are certain people in the world who <coughs> want to find something to hate. Yeah, very um, true as well, yeah. And, mm. and they will, they, they'll just point at something and then regardless of the evidence to, to the contrary will hate on that yeah. topic yeah um so like it could be anything it could be pick on gmo foods you could be picking on vaccinations you, could, you just stick it in your head that yeah. these are the bad guys and nothing will change your mind and people do the same for games it's like yeah. oh yeah yeah you know games bad games are bad but that's also to do with um people what people don't understand they fear it and they try and ostracize it. So yeah. like like I said, vaccines, GMOs and everything. People that are not as familiar, let's just say, with those things, they it's they the would think, Oh, it must be dangerous. Oh, I don't understand it. That means You mean the rise of the opinion. And how someone will say, yeah. it's my opinion. Yeah, well I've uh, I hate to say it, but like, oh, GMO foods will kill me. Okay, I've got a PhD in in a biological subject. Yeah, you're wrong. What gives you the, what gives you the right? But to say why you're right? do you think they say that? Because they feel they're, they're in- inferior to you, so they but feel in that subject they, they are. 
Yeah, but they feel. I, th- I think it's to do with them. Um, it's a power thing. With well, the power thing, yeah. Yeah, but they but, feel like you're smarter than them. Yeah, but this is being enabled, I think, in the media. And oh, absolutely, because the media is those people most of the time. Yeah, it's it's like enabling. Oh, Mr. Jim Bob here has an opinion about the violence of video games and their effect on teenagers, but this is Doctor whatever his name was. I can't remember. Uh, this was Doctor Sizik. Hopefully, we're saying it correctly, Doctor Sizik. You know published a paper peer-reviewed um journal oh are we gonna pit them against each other no you're not gonna pit them against each other this guy has done research on it it's not an opinion and this guy just has random opinion in his head but you know why they pit them against each other well, ratings, it's it's it? just it's not ratings it, it's, it's just the reality of what it's like but then like to it's to do with the class system, I think, because no, yes, because no, no I'm no, no, no it no, is no. most because <laughs> the cat just nearly gave Mike a heart attack. Right, because people from different backgrounds, it's almost like they're in different sectors, and if somebody thinks that somebody else is smarter than them, who do you think they feel inferior who to them? Who do you think is the demographic that mostly comes up with this rubbish? I don't know. Board housewives. Middle class to upper middle class, wealthy, white housewives. They'll take a charity and usually, just pick it usually and go educated for it. as well. Okay, mm. y- you mentioned a okay. good thing about um, pitting one person against another and whatever. This is why, actually, good thing to mention. Like we as scientists have to be trained to deal with the media and press releases because we are notorious for being bad at communicating our findings. Yeah, like we like to engage the public in something. Say, uh, I don't know, pick something random. Say you were asked to explain a vaccine for disease X to the public and you were asked to say exactly what's in it. As soon as you said anything along the lines of adjuvant, so aluminium hydroxide or mercury as a stabilising agent. There's no mercury in most vaccines. I know, no, but this, hear me out. (laughs) You could literally, okay, your vaccine contains dihydrogen monoxide. Yeah. People would freak because they don't, under, as Lisa said, they fear what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I think it falls to us. This is quite, actually quite. I'm drawing an analogy in science here, but to gaming as well. You have a responsibility as the scientist or the game developer to make sure that this game is explained enough. Like Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. for instance, g- good example. Rockstar are very aware that their game is over the top violent. It is stupid, but it's self aware. They are very aware of what that game is. I think that's unfair because, okay, if you're fine, you're true about Rockstar, but the game doesn't have to be self-aware. You know, it can, it can be violent. Like Manhunt. Man yeah, it's violent. So what? You know, it's got it's got uh, it's got a rating. It should only be for a certain age, unless the parents decide that their child is mature enough to play it, and then they'll buy it for that child. Yeah. There's no problem. So what? It's violent. So what? I mean... It's no different to them watching a movie. Yeah. Just because your character is actually doing the action in the game and you're controlling it. It's no different. Chris Chris and I have played, and probably Lisa as well, have played so many violent games in our life. Mm. Yeah. With least violent people you can find. Well, I don't know about Lisa, but... I'm going to go with least violent person I know. Whoa! Good answer. I am not violent. Yeah, I'm selectively selective physical. Selectively physical. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, but it's because we use that outlet, like stress, stressful life. Like we know it's not real. Yeah, you go home. Like this week, for instance, you've had some rubbish thrown up at work. So have I. Come home. You want to play Hitman? I want to play. Actually, this is a good thing. Like to blow steam, play Hitman. Take out your anger in a game, because then that allows you to control it in a way that. Go home. Mm. Play, like I play Borderlands or something equally as yeah, stupid, yeah. or Just Cause or whatever. Something. Yeah, Just Cause is a good a good one actually. Yeah, blow shit up. I'm barely home to play any games. It's true. Lisa's been working non-stop this week, and she got sick from it. Yeah, teach you teach you to work in what you do. Teach you to work. Okay, I can be a woman of leisure. No, you can't. I don't get paid enough. Well, get on it. <laughs> okay, chop chop. Let, let's delve, let's delve a bit more into Silicon this. Me. That uh, you mentioned about. Having um, this guy's done uh, the rise of the opinion. This guy's done some an actual piece of research, scientifically sound, got published. So, 
the study itself was a group of 30 people mm-hmm. uh 15 who'd play violent video games regularly for more than four hours a day on average and a control group who have not played violent video games at all these games were like counter-strike call of duty etc yeah to make sure there were no short-term effects, uh, gamers were asked not to play games for three hours prior to the experiment, so no elevated cortisol levels due to the game, etc. Then both groups were asked psychological questions before being scanned in an MRI. While they were shown images designed to provoke emotional empathetic responses from them, and there was actually no difference in brain activity, and there was no difference in measures of aggression and empathy between gamers and non-gamers. Yeah, as I said, we've known about this yeah. for a long time. But I think it's the fact we needed to prove it just to, to just to overrule it can still an opinion. Stay though, Chris. Look at the vaccine mm. rubbish. It's being shown a hundred and million times that um, Wakefield is a fraud and a con artist and a. Yeah, I saw a photo of him shaking hands with Donald Trump. Yeah, and yep, still people mm. still believe him. So people like their alternative facts. Alternative facts. Okay, so the the main points I picked out from this are. Uh, the separate, as Lisa mentioned, the separation of reality and fantasy. The okay, we have to bear in mind that there are people who find that difficult. People with mental impairments, uh, younger children who are very impressionable. Yes, but, but the majority of adults, or even people who play games, are able to separate the reality of playing a game versus real life. Yeah, but Can that I, is not an sorry. effect of the game. That is an effect of a psychological disorder mm. this person has had, and anything can cause them to fall into a fantasy world i mean we've got people there are cases that have shown like people get really attached to films or fantasy fantasy settings like fantasy worlds from films or books so yeah let's just say something about young children young children have no business playing (laughs) (laughs) counter-strike it's true yeah okay that's an that's an extreme and they would not be interested in that to be honest i'll say something when i was about nine or ten my cousin made me play Duke Nukem 3D. How old were you? Nine. That's really inappropriate for a nine-year-old. Yeah. yeah. But it was... It was... I was a nine-year-old. I didn't enjoy it, so I didn't play it. But it, even that bit that I played with my cousin never twisted me. I mean, I'm not... Mm. It's not like I go throwing money at hookers all the time and just going like... Not as far as we know. Yeah, <laughs> um. but younger as in younger than that. I mean, yeah, yeah, you no. wouldn't want to. A child wouldn't want to go. Oh yeah, let's go and kill some dudes. I Th- still don't. Yeah, they won't yeah, do yeah, that. I agree. It's not going to be the thing. A mm. and B. Even if they do play it, I don't think it's going to have any effect on their development anyway. Because I played Duke Nukem 3D, and that was like. Yeah, bad. it is. I think it can have an effect if they were to play it. How, I really how, do. How do you justify that statement? I think from it might have what I know. I think, I think be, because you, you, at that age, like a younger you can't child, say that though, can you? Because you haven't done the study to check it. I'm not talking about studies. I'm talking about my opinion. Oh, hold on, actually, hold on. Let, let her Everyone's entitled to an opinion. But some opinions are more right than others, and I think actually hers is valid. From what I know, from what I've studied, I haven't got a study. Yeah, go on. A scientific study to prove it. But I know for a... Well, not for a fact, but for myself, it will have an effect. Plus, you'd never never get that past an Because children children at a younger age... Probably could. At a younger age, so say, I mean, I don't know, three to, say, seven, they role play and they're encouraged to role play to develop you know their skills like personal skills and imagination so if you let somebody like that play a game like this you are putting seeds in their head you are because they at that age they do not know right from wrong like you would at an older age so what you say can they determine the reality from but that's the thing at that age Probably not. Probably not. I'll give them. I'll give. I that. would say yes because mm. come on, we've we've when we were kids. Right, I used to read when I was five. No, um, I Enid so. Blyton. I knew there wasn't mm. a magic faraway tree. I knew rabbits couldn't talk. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, 
I think that's it, just you, and I don't know how you can remember that. Because I I remember not knowing they were not real stories. Yeah, but that is just you as just one person. I think what Lisa's talking about is emotional association. Like if you link certain things, like you're you're playing a violent video game as a child. I'll, I'll, I'm trying to mediate here. So you're playing a violent video game as a child. You're not getting hurt. No one's actually getting hurt in like in the real world mm. so that behavior is not it's not you don't perceive it as bad because no one's actually being hurt but, but then we've seen for example children who are watch who are shown like violent movies at a young age that not all of them turn out not all of them get violent tendencies so even young age ones i don't i don't think there's i know you're saying you've seen stuff but i don't think there's any ev- real like hardcore evidence to back it up but there is evidence that, you know, even if a child hears their parents or people around them fight yes, or violent outbursts, world. yeah, but how can you prove that they can tell the difference between that and reality? You you, you can't because they're still learning how the world works. But are you saying that it might be a problem for a certain age and then they can grow out of it? Or are you saying permanent? I would say, I, I don't know if they can grow out of it. I think there's a, there, there'll be emotional... Uh, you, you form as a small child. You learn by association. Because mm-hmm. I'll agree that if you're playing a violent video game as a four-year-old, you might find daddy's gun and think it's fine to shoot someone with it. That's, that what, I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I yeah, agree yeah, with. Yeah. But I think if you do that and then you were to talk to them as a 15-year-old, I don't think that they m- necessarily might evolve thinking that shooting people is okay. Because we move out of that fantasy setting. I mean, we don't keep on believing in... I, I know it's it's facetious to talk about fantasy books, but we don't keep on... Well, most of us, anyway, don't keep on growing to believe that there are fairies at the bottom of a garden. We learn it's fantasy. Is what How I'm do we say. learn I, it? I used to think that black puddings were actually little animals that lived at the bottom of the garden. Yeah. Oh and you had Christ. to go catch them and eat them. Oh, Chris. Oh, so that is precious. <laughs> Oh, don't get me wrong, I agree with you. Little children mm. should not be playing violent video games mm. because and A, when you're very young, you 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 write, you can't make a distinction. Mm. Two, playing video games all the time as a small child is not a good idea because you need social interaction. That's bad parenting. Yeah. You you need uh, yeah, a sure. child needs social interaction. Mm. But I think long term effects I think that's more difficult to prove that that has an effect. So I think yeah, I think it's this is why we have this comes back to the age rating thing this is why games movies everything have age ratings which would deem things appropriate for certain age groups like granted like a pg-13 if the adult wants to watch it first say oh this has a some themes in it i'm not comfortable showing my children yeah fine Mm. i think there's a difference between giving a pg-13 to a 12 year old and giving it to a three-year-old yeah so yeah for sure yeah but yeah but Mm. then why would you be letting your three or four year old play video games they they should be interacting with other children you socializing with them like that's bad parenting get off your ass stop well, playing that's, games that's a and whole go, that's a whole discussion isn't that is a can of, of worms putting children guys. in front of televisions for yes. the, yeah it's just so since i've just opened that can of worms so on to my next point um is scenario specific emotional responses i'll give you an example so say um us three were playing a raid on destiny we can't beat the end boss like crota for instance yeah. so when we first started that you get increasingly frustrated. You swear ang- a lot. Yeah, you, you, you swear. <laughs> you get angry. Short term, those effects are real. Like You get quite grumpy. Like I've nearly thrown the controller through the TV. Dark Souls, Tron. <laughs> that kind... No, but that <laughs> anger is real. I'm not yeah. angry at anyone in... Like, any specific person, but... There are short term effects to gaming. I mean, if I'm playing a, a game that's frustrating and I've just, just, just lost my temper... And if somebody who's got, you know, some your, one of your loved ones comes up and says, would you like a cup of tea? Like, no. Bleep, 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 off. That sounds familiar. Don't in look at me. It's not because it's, I think it's because you, you're sort of like regressing back to reality. It takes a few minutes for yeah. you to go, hang on a minute. Right, calm. So I but think, that, go on. Go, go on but that's, <laughs> I'm just thinking of an analogy. It's like, you know, when you have road rage and you get so annoyed somebody's just cut you up and you get so annoyed and you, uh, well I literally scream at them in the car 
That doesn't mean that I'm going to get out of that car and bash their head in, am I? Precisely. This is this is an exact analogy for video gaming. And that's like a moral thing. Like, I know I'm not going to get... I can express my emotion yeah. by shouting. But that's I'm not going to get out of the car. It? Yeah. I'm not going to get out and literally... But as an analogy do anything games, there is always that one nutter that will get out of his car exactly yeah. i've had that that depends that on the person no no it, it, they're not psychologically unstable or anything like that i'm not saying that but i'm saying there's going to be that one person who will take it too far and get out of their car but then that person is already predisposed to doing it it's nothing to do with exactly games. that's yeah, our point exactly I think. and and uh, we were discussing this earlier like if if, if certain people have certain pr- psychological problems then it is within the onerous of the caregivers to make sure that they are not exposed to this sort of thing. Like, you can't take something off the market. It is the responsibility of people taking care of people who have certain psychological mm-hmm. problems that they're not exposed to things that might trigger. Yeah, exactly. But, that, but that's, okay. But that's just one sector of, or like, type of person. There's also people that literally had a shit life and they're the really shit day and they feel like you, you could say they're predisposed psychologically they might not be there might or not be anything psychologically people. wrong with them are we talking about but they could have a mental break on that day not being predisposed to anything but they literally could have a break but they'll shoot people that's exactly what you said at the beginning about how i don't think a game will trigger that at least this is exactly it. we were saying about I'm people not saying a game will trigger it yeah, yeah. people who've been on a shooting rampage this man once played Grand Theft Auto or some. Mm. I know I keep saying that but it's not the correlation doesn't imply causation yeah. no it's not Grand Theft Auto no. this person has had a mental break exactly so. okay but, but I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just saying because he keeps saying oh these people with psychological tendencies and people should care for them and make sure they don't have um, access to yeah, you know that, certain games that's, that's, that's just one game... type of people yeah but I think that's the only time mm. a game might have an influence is if let's mm. say oh, it's it's like um, what's the word for it post-traumatic stress if you have post-traumatic stress because you were fighting mm. in Afghanistan don't buy someone Call of Duty that's mm. mad yeah oh there, there have been cases <laughs> of people having like proper breakdowns because somebody yeah. in the same so they've got PTSD and say that one of their families playing Call of Duty and they've had a proper breakdown because of it, which yeah, I c- that, that's I a understand. dick move on the person who was playing Call yeah. of Duty. Like, that's what I mean. Be sensitive. You've got, that's, you've got yeah. to be careful. You that's know. too close to reality for them, though. Like, it's okay. And anything can trigger them, though. Even so, like lights. So I'll I'll put another point to you: Is gaming more predisposed to this sort of critique than any other medium? Movies, books, no, TV? No. no movies i think i mean vi- the violence and the blood and the gore in movies come on chris you're british do you not know about that i can't remember her name that lady who used to complain constantly about what was on the bbc no yeah there's i can't remember her name but there was this quite famous lady who created a watchdog where they would watch television like reruns of television over the hours and i like, would write to the bbc going like this lady in this particular <laughs> uh, advert showed an ankle this <gasps> was before 11 no. o'clock i love the way it's such a british mentality it's like i'm so angry i'm gonna write a letter <laughs> so it's it's all mediums you've got mm. people who scour television and cinema f- and and complain about it you've got mm. people george r, r. martin had a, um, a good interview a few a few years ago where he said people write him letters saying oh i'm never going to read your books again because you talked about sex well actually <laughs> no, hang on <laughs> you mentioned like okay game of thrones brilliantly written it's a masterly crafted series yeah. books you name it okay there was a book series you told me about which you want you... to talk about the de- chicken of death no no, it's oh. a book series you completely stopped reading. Yeah, Be- Chicken of Death. It, no, it oh, Terry, uh, Terry, Terry Good- Goodkind. Yeah, Chicken of Death. That <laughs> has the Chicken of Death in yeah, it because it was so. The, the, it was bad. Like it was badly written. It was horrific yeah, to yeah. read. For people who want to have a laugh, look up Terry Goodkind and Chicken of Death. It's wonderful. Um, it sounds it. But, <laughs> what, I, I guess my point is that I stopped reading it. I did not, you know, insist that it gets taken off the shelves like i remember like we were talking about desensitization of people i remember when the original saw movie came out people were horrified at it and the guy who wrote it 
got um before they were allowed to put the movie to general release i'm i think he had to go through psychological evaluation to prove he wasn't insane or okay. wasn't a serial killer because his graphic depictions and uh descriptions of the said act in the movie was so disturbing that yeah people wanted to know whether this man was okay yeah uh, but then again now look at it you could release saw eight or something and you'd ha- you could have someone disembowel someone change. else and eat, and eat him like we mm. are desensitized in a way because we know we know right hang on let me clarify this we're desensitized because we know what we're expecting in a movie no i wouldn't say we're desensitized i would say the controlling factors have become more lenient because blood and gore and like depictions of it have always been part of society humanity is just like that go back to the 19th century jack the ripper you had full frontal photographs of the dismembered Mm. bodies on the newspapers we are a horrific species for for people like people like it just used to be that it wouldn't be so widely available so mainstream I don't think we're desensitized. I just think it's gone mainstream. So, um, do you think that as a video game character in your avatar in a game, if you were forced to man, let's pick Manhunt for example, or yeah, Manhunt's a good example. Yeah. Uh, your next target or your next goal in the game is to kill someone stood in front of you with a plastic carrier bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> at least I hasn't played game, Manhunt. When I played that game, that disturbed me a little bit. Um, there's. Uh, special finisher moves like the my one that disturbed me is you had to kill someone with a steam iron no the plastic bag disturbed me a lot but then I think that's a personal thing I find suffocation to be horrifying most people do unless you're into autoerotic asphyxiation yeah. and I said that without stumbling <laughs> me <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm, I I didn't know I was into that okay Um. so to sum up this section Excuse I've got a couple while I flush my brain <laughs> mind bleach can I just say something else do I want you to <laughs> go on not on that topic go on um, no it's just uh, you talk about games and movies a lot but I think as I mentioned before talk about music you know like we listen to heavy metal and we like it and a lot of people would literally associate that with you know mental instability mental yeah and people being a little bit weird and a little bit crazy every every metaler i've met like they're the biggest softest loveliest community in the world yeah it's it's just it's just Uh, what's mainstream and what's not mainstream and yeah but then but that that could be the analogy for games and movies people think people that like i don't know take an example really violent games slipknot for instance Mm. like we we like slipknot like it's that I listened to Slipknot growing up. Did that have an effect on me? Not really. It, it yeah. helps you process emotions, I think. Yeah. Or the more extreme one for lots of people, and that's been quite mainstream, is Cradle of Health. Cradle they, of they, Filth there was a big uproar, big uproar about them. Oh, like Scorched Earth Erotica and yeah. But and then it's it's metal now. But there's been other, you know, if you go every decade, every this was era. the thing originally rock and roll. Elvis Presley yeah. was considered yeah. oh my god. Mm. The Beatles were considered oh my god mm. at the time. It's like m- mothers mm. would prevent their daughters from going to see them. Okay, so I'm I'm going to throw a couple of hypotheticals to both of you. Um yes. for yeah. argument's sake. Say this journal article found this correlation to be true. What would that mean for the world of gaming? If there were long-term effects on empathy of violent games how do you think that would have to be dealt with i don't think it will be dealt with would it just continue on and it will just be you know this is it or it'll be another syndrome like smoking is bad for you nobody really cares to be honest with you it's true people go on and do whatever they want to do because there's legislation for smoking i think there'd probably Mm. be more legislation sort of like saying you have to put warnings yeah that's true sort of like you must not play this game for more than one hour sort of thing but people will still do what they want to do. There'll probably be extra safe modes or something like mm. that in a game. Yeah, but the games will still be available. Yeah. yeah. I don't okay. think anybody will... There's a demand, so, there's a supply. Yeah. My final point on this is... Okay, there's uproar about violent video games. It all comes down to, why do we play them? 
I'll, I'll, I'll go. F- Actually, I'll go to Mike first. Mm-hmm. If you if you went and played, let's pick a violent pick a violent game you like. Hitman. Why do you play Hitman? Because of the puzzle nature, actually, of the game. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, I like the mental challenge of how do I get, how do I assassinate this person? It's not the actual like mutilating someone that no. like gets you oh, off. It's like- it's the trying to find the puzzle. Going, oh, somebody's made a puzzle here. And I've got to put pieces together to figure out how to kill them, basically. Yeah, yeah. But if you're looking at like pure violent game for violence sake, then I'd say they play Just Cause 3. I do that because it's funny and it's also a stress relief. It's very cathartic to, to go, oh, look, there's a nice big fuel tower. Oh, there's six guards around it. Let, yeah. let, let, let me get my gun and order an airstrike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to see, like, it is very relaxing to do that because you know it's not real. Yeah. Lease. Like, games like I, I hasten to call Star Wars Battlefront a violent game because there's no blood there's no there's death alright yeah. Call of Duty Call of Duty I feel like a bit of a psycho compared to Mike now <laughs> no go on no, no. <laughs> go for it this is, I want you to say why you play violent games and I'll say why I play them I just enjoy it I enjoy getting rid of these people right in front of me who annoy me I just do. It's removing makes an obstacle. me sound like a complete crazy. I'll enjoy, never do it in real question. life, obviously. But question: Do you find have more fun when you know it's a real person, or do you not matter if it's a person or a bot? Right. It is more. I wouldn't say killed you first. I wouldn't say it's more fun, but I get more satisfaction from it because. <laughs> I know that I can do it. Like I know I'm okay, better than fair. somebody else. That's I'm like, enough. do you know You've what? Beaten them, so to speak. I've beaten them, yeah, and okay. I'm higher up on the leaderboard. I'm not the last anymore. <laughs> I'm just above yeah. the last person. So it's not the actual act of killing someone. It's the fact of oh, beating no. someone at a challenge. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like the satisfaction of yes, I killed that one. Because if they, if, if they, next, if they but shoot I've you like 10 got, times first. No, it's it's not the actual, oh, look at this bullet penetrating their body. Ooh, that looks amazing. You should play Sniper Elite. Oh. Slow bullet time. Have you seen? There is a there like, is a slow just, down thing of that on YouTube. Hold yeah. on. Where you can slow down. It, whenever you, you line up your shot you as a proper World War II sniper would. And there is one where the guy shoots the uh, bad guy right in the testicles. And it goes to like a weird... like not like Batman's detective vision but you can see like all the internal organs and stuff happen like you can see the bullet hit the internal organs it's all rendered that's a little disturbing yeah I, it doesn't yeah, matter to me that doesn't much yeah but then again that's part of the art of the game itself I would argue that you can't just go bang oh the the character model falls over if you shoot someone in the arm it shows you what that does yeah but see that wouldn't be a game i'd play because no that's a bit not, not attractive to me. i think no. i'm pretty sure you can turn that option off Some i mean if it's there it's there but i wouldn't play it just to see that like it doesn't really do it for me i mean i play violent games actually i have recently i've not been playing violent games actually oh i lie we've More been like play- little we've, big planet we've been we've been playing off. borderlands <laughs> it does not really qualify i no i think it does because you do end up killing dudes, they're, but yeah, they're so it, they're so dehumanized. It's yeah. not to me. It's not a person. But I don't think I own anything like Call of Duty. I don't. A- okay, Alien Isolation. It's a fantasy world. People in it. You still have to kill people in it, and sometimes quite brutally. But again, I'm very aware it's fantasy world. But I play it for the atmosphere of the game. There's another point as well. When they make you kill people, and then elicit an emotional response. Like, for example, in The Witcher? Yes, like when I had to kill Kira. Yeah. That was a horrible... No, that was a horrible scenario where I had no choice. And I did feel bad for it. Yeah. Well, actually, that's the same in Until Dawn. When you have to choose between certain characters, so who dies and who doesn't... I have got to that point I have got to that point. Uh, And the dude, the psychology dude, makes you feel really bad about it all. So it's like, oh... Cheers, dude. Well, it's my opinion. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I think we'll, that... We'll, the we'll fa- visit Lisa on this point later <laughs> when she's actually finished the game. So <laughs> I think the fact that um, this study now definitively... It's a scientifically sound paper as well. Um, I think that it does prove that there is no long-term effects yeah. of this. 
and i think people that do have a predisposition to certain conditions aggression or psychosis etc they're predisposed to these things and they're the people that should uh be taken into account when rating these games like maybe we should have an additional attachment to the rating system just to clarify certain things like say i know you shouldn't it's like putting a a warning on a hot drink cup that says warning contents may be hot well no shit i've just bought a cup of tea but yeah yeah but like having that on a call of duty box like if you if you or anyone you know or please don't play this around people with ptsd yeah like you shouldn't need to say that but sometimes you have to say it i don't think it'll be useful but i guess You'd be surprised Maybe. how often people don't think, but there you go. Mm. Okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so I think we've summed that up pretty well. And that was Science Corner. So video <laughs> games don't cause violent behaviours. End of story. Deal with it. <laughs> we're just angry Bitch. people. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go for a quick break. Then we're going to come back for what we've been playing and Lisa's impression of the 1-2 Switch commercial. Welcome back. So, Mike, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing, um, let's get this right because I don't say the game name properly and generally, Total War Warhammer. Oh, God, yeah, you've got this obsession now with Chris. Jesus. No, I always like Total yeah, War. You remember that, remember that episode where I said F Games Workshop? Yeah. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so my they God. have now got obsessed with Warhammer I'm again. Obs- I'm obsessed with Total War in general. So Total War is a franchise. You're obsessed with war in general. <laughs> I'm obsessed with world domination. <laughs> yeah, true. So yeah, games don't cause All violence, do they, Mike? <laughs> the lead- I, what? Sorry. <laughs> the video games don't cause violence tendencies, right? <laughs> no, though. I have no plan to take over the world. Um, yeah, I really like the Total War franchise in general because... I don't know, there's something strategic about it, but you can play the battles and there's politicking involved. And I, I'm, I like that sort of game. I like Crusader Kings too. I like Do Total you? War. Never would have known. Really, Liz. <laughs> um, so I've been playing that and I've been playing Hitman and Just Cause 3. And Borderlands. And Borderlands, yes. We restarted Borderlands. Yeah, the pre-sequel. And I've got, I've got a strong temptation now, especially with the new update on PlayStation, to install um, Shadow of Mordor again, play it again. So oh yeah, mm. it. you never finished, never finished it. Finished it. Did you yeah. do um, your Hitman challenges as well? I did. I did Rob's Hitman challenge. I'm currently editing it, so uh-huh. I did it in half an hour. Yeah. Whereas my <laughs> challenge to Rob took <laughs> him days, I think. No, no, it took him a day. Oh. Um, I would ask you, Lise, what you've been playing, but you haven't been home at all this week. Uh, it's like the first time I've seen you. I know, my sad life. I'll play something tomorrow, maybe. Potentially. Um, maybe. Well, no, what, what have I... No, Battlefront, a little bit, I think. That's your stress relief after a day, is yeah, to play Battlefront. Yeah, but not, but not, like, I didn't, I couldn't get into, like, Metro or um, Until Dawn. I just couldn't get into not, it again. Not, you so. not a game you need to sit down mm, and really have a... Think. Like, really, like, yeah, get into it. It's just... Talking of not sitting down, uh, or sitting down and not thinking, I've been playing Tropico. On PlayStation. <laughs> I love the music in that game. I know, it's really good. And it, it, I, I like city building games as well. I like it because of the story in it. Yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, you're being guided by a secret organisation. And it's usually... Like, Tropico is a game that I play. And then the laptop next to me, I've got Netflix on. Yeah, it, yeah. It, Like, you can watch them wait for a few... Like, a minute or so. Oh, look, my money's gone up. My ship's exported. My Ca- hello, cat. Apparently, the cat agrees with you. Um, and then... Okay, so the cat wants in on this podcast what now. What are you doing? He's seen that mummy's, uh, mummy's talking and now he wants in. Mummy's always talking. He wants love. So, um, I've been playing Tropico, uh, Borderlands, pre-sequel with you. I'm, I wanted to start an army of claptraps, but Mike plays Wilhelm, so... Wilhelm! I will not turn into a cyborg, I promise. I love the army. I love claptrap. I love I love that Borderlands oh. is so self-aware that it's stupid. It's so much fun, in which I w- I'll, I'll buy you Borderlands later, Lise, so Thank we can all play. Thank you. So, what is your opinion of the Nintendo Switch milk game? What the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think of the entire advert? Yeah, the entire advert. <laughs> 
I mean, I send you guys a lot of really weird videos. Yes, you do. I don't know where you find them. <laughs> I know Mike, <laughs> Mike goes on 9gag too. I don't know where the I hell... I don't go on to 9gag too. I haven't been on 9gag too for a long time. Most of that comes from 9gag. I don't know where you get your videos from, Lise. Friends. Yeah, you have inappropriate friends. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like what? 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 Yeah, that, what? Mil- that milking game is weird, isn't it? I mean, how is that? It, and I, I, I can't. It's I a just mixture can't. of the facial expressions as well. They seem too happy. Well, the dude was really <laughs> enjoying it. And I was like, <laughs> but okay. you are literally jerking someone off in the air. One thing you said to me while you were watching it was how unrealistic uh, the, the Western, the quick draw game was. Because mm. mm. they actually had two actors do it. Now, yeah. granted, games are quite bad for pre-rendered cinematic trailers. But yeah, but that is completely unrealistic. It's a Nintendo. Like, it's going to look like an ass made of Lego. Yeah, it is not. So to show that, it's just I would well, be really no, annoyed. No, no, no. You can't, have you? Don't you guys know what the Nintendo Switch One Two Switch is? It's There's no actual graphics. What? You don't look at the screen. You have the two like joystick thingies in your hand, and you look at each other. But what about the? Um, how do you know what you're doing? Surely there's instructions on the screen yeah, and there's, there's some graphics. Well, there's instructions. Then, for example, the quick draw, you fire, you press the buttons and fire, it generates a score and shows you a score. So there's no, like, even stick figures? Not as far as I'm aware, no. It's, it's literally just like a, a tally board. I could do that with a bit of paper and a stopwatch. Yeah, the entire game is based on move motion control. Well, we could just role play. Yeah, so, so that in a normal way, don't give me that. Look. When you say role play, <laughs> we just think Dungeons and Dragons. What were you thinking? <laughs> Dirty Lisa, you don't want to know what I'm thinking. So yeah, so the milk game doesn't now not make it even weirder that you play it looking at each other, holding that in your hand, going. Yeah, but also, I mean, how massive are those cows? <laughs> way, that's the thing you take away from it is that that cow's too big no it's it is and, cow. and the it? dude was really enjoying <laughs> yeah but oh moo oh yeah <laughs> okay um so you do you yeah, think that it's just it the commercial is completely ridiculous compared to what the actual game is it is and the lady wins and why does the lady win at that sort of motion i mean i have no idea at least yeah um, you said le- something earlier mm. uh, it's no moon, <laughs> it's no moon. um I, I think it's going to die a very quick death as well just probably like, for the best <laughs> just like the xbox what was it xbox connect yes i i remember in my old house and the wii playing with my friend ben who is like six foot what, six foot five, six foot six? Yeah. In my old house, the ceilings were really low because it was a cottage. Big Ben. Yeah, we call him Big Ben. And <laughs> um, we were trying to play the whatever the like. There was a raft game in it, and you oh got, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, imagine like a six foot five guy trying to jump in a house with like a six foot ceiling. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so um, now we've heard what Lisa thinks of the masturbatory fantasies of Nintendo. <laughs> um, we're gonna go for a quick break. <laughs> So, in summary of today's show, video game game violence does not cause uh, violent tendencies in the general population. It has now been scientifically proven, but this will not stop the constant kooks and crazies kooks and Mm -hmm. crazies and cries that it does um there are exception exceptional circumstances where it should be taken into personal circumstances should be taken into account when letting people play these games especially what i would deem ultra violent games manhunt grand theft auto and even games with sensitive subject matter for as we mentioned ptsd and playing that in the same room as you're playing call of duty in the same room as someone with ptsd it's just don't do it I don't really have yeah. anything to add to that. Yeah. No. It's pretty round, rounded, yeah. simple episode. Yeah. Very simple. A few slip-ups. <laughs> no slip-ups. I'll edit we're them out. We're perfect. We're perfect like a shine. I was expecting star. you to say we're pixel perfect then. <gasps> like some really cheap. Oh, that would be amazing. Good, Damn it, Mike. <sighs> we're pixel perfect. 
There you go. There we go. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> just cut him out and put you in. <laughs> okay, Mike, do you want to tell people where they can find us? Yep. So thank you for listening, and remember you can find us on Twitter. That's at Pixel Perfect Podcast without the E. You can find us on Facebook, on WordPress, and on YouTube, where you can see our videos of um, board game unboxings and board game reviews. And also Pixel Perfect Plus series, where I review the PlayStation Plus games of the month. I really don't want to do them this month, but I will. But you will. Because Tearaway looks rubbish. And mm-hmm. you can also find our amazing Assassin Adventures, where me and Rob pit each other <laughs> against Hitman. Amazing targets. Ass Adventures. Yeah. There's two asses running around trying to kill trying to kill people. Um I kill you. you can find mm-hmm. our podcast hosted on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and also now on Stitcher. We are considering moving with our brothers and sisters at Real Film to Podbean, but bear with us with that. Because that's quite a lot of work to move our entire library and our RSS feed. But we will keep you updated with that. And remember to if you enjoy our show. Uh, either a hit at Patreon or on our current Kickstarter campaign would be very much appreciated. Give us monies. Yeah, podcasting's expensive. <laughs> so is food. Food is expensive, which <laughs> which Lisa's tummy's rumbling. I can hear it. <laughs> so for the Pixel Perfect podcast, I've been Chris. I'm Mike. And I'm Lisa. You're a sick Lisa today. I'm sick Lisa. But she soldiered through. I did. I'm holding up. Let's go get you some food. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.